We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Yeah, we be focused like this is the bottom Welcome to the All Bases Covered podcast We are here on a Friday uh, we got a special treat here, guys It is uh, the original All Bases Covered crew here Sam and I, the originators of the podcast I don't know if Joe, our producer, is going to be on Josh is out in Vegas So we got the original gruesome twosome Tearing it up, cutting it up like a couple of minches here on a Friday night What's going on, Sam? <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, just want to let the, let the <laughs> listeners know it was uh, before it used to be called All Bases Covered. It was No Huddle, right, with Mike and Sam. Yeah, it was. The no so, show. yeah. <laughs> just a little tidbit. Well, What's going on, man? It's what, Friday. It's Friday. What a crazy week, dude. Let me just tell Jesus. you. I mean, crazy, dude. Just let's get into it, man. Bandy. Let's get into this uh, this uh, Hamlin injury and 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 yeah. kind of like your thoughts on on uh, on how the rest of the NFL world re- reacted to that happening. Yeah. Well, first off, I want to uh, send out our heartfelt um, from the show here to uh, Denny Hamlin. I actually donated my third place winnings to his toy drive, uh, the fifty bucks. Uh, Very from- cool. Very cool. Um. But we're very happy that he's doing better. Um, miraculous, really. Um, I saw a stat that said the the type of cardiac arrest he had, I can't think of the technical name of it off the top of my head right now. But if if CPR is administered, um, like not in a hospital, but like on a field of play or out in a public place, there's a 10% chance of living the stats are 10 to 15 percent chance that you survive and obviously the the trainers did a wonderful job saving him uh very scary um i honestly thought sam when i was watching things unfold and the amount of times they kept cutting away and the and, and from the face of the buffalo bills players you thought I, it was you thought it was a wrap right i really did and I, I sat there and I told Shreya, and I said, I'm not even in the mood to watch a game anymore. Um, I, I was like, I can't I can't believe it. And I was like, it totally sucks the wind out of everything. And, I, and at that point, I wasn't sure if they were going to resume play. You know, I, I here's the thing. And, and I, Shannon Sharp and I think uh, Marcus Spears talked about this is that when you're an NFL player, you're used to seeing guys get hurt. You're used to seeing guys be down on the ground for a little bit. But whenever they're getting carted off or whatever, they give a thumbs up. They they make some kind of motion that lets you know that they're okay, that they're going to be okay. And, and you didn't get that from Hamlin. And 
seeing them have to shock him back to life and do CPR for nine minutes. I mean, that's, that's a scary thing. And so a lot of people, uh, you know, came out in support of Hamlin and that was great. The whole league seemed to come together. A lot of people came together. You saw two fan bases, the bills and Bengals really come together. A lot of bills fans, you know, there's, there's a small section of bills fans. I will say that I've been reading calling the Bengals dirty whatever, you're going to have that with every fan base. The majority of Bills fans that I have seen on Twitter, on Facebook, in interviews, have had nothing but compliments for the Bengals and basically saying like they that those Bills fans are now Bengals fans for life. And that... No, know, no, no, I, I agree. And, and um, you know, for that yeah. matter, I think it was like uh, after the scenario had unfolded and the teams kind of like uh, split up, went to the locker rooms, uh, Joe Burrow and the rest of the captains, Joe Mixon, uh, some of the Bengals captains actually went over to the Bills locker room to see how everyone was doing and to like kind of let them right. know that they feel for them and they feel for the scenario and the situation that happened. So they handled it very professionally. So that I got to give like a lot of props to the Bengals players and even just the fans, like, you know, you guys as Bengals fans are not happy to see something like this. You know, this is not something that makes anybody happy, right? So, um, right. And, and, you know, to kind of put an ugly spin on it and say that, that Bengals players are dirty, uh, that's just, that's making, um, it's making a mockery of pretty much everything that happened. You know, there's a lot bigger yeah. situation and scenario that unfolded. And as players, everyone came together to handle it. Yeah. So on on the flip side, I did want to say something. Um, So uh, soccer uh, or or, uh, football, as the rest of the world knows it, right? There's been plenty of cardiac arrests that have happened on soccer fields and on football fields. You know, in English Premier League and so on and so forth. These other European leagues. In 2020. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, but what they've been doing, actually, I'm not saying that they are handling it better, but I think they're now putting in technology. So the, these, uh, uh, like I think Sweden and a couple other countries, um, for their national team, they have a people that if the, if you know that there's even a slight chance of an arrhythmia of some sort, or you have a pre-existing condition, or your blood pressure might be high, they have a little re, they have a super thin defibrillator that they put that they kind of uh, sew into their their jerseys. And it's wild because it now I think NFL needs to start looking at technology to make their players more safe, you know? Yeah. Although if it's the one incident that happened, I, and I, God, I wish I could think of the name, but it's basically when your heart is in a certain rhythm and you have a blunt force to your chest right. that basically makes it stop. And and, yeah. which is, and it throws off the rhythm. It throws off the rhythm. Yeah, it causes yeah, it arrhythmia, and then the arrhythmia then turns into a cardiac arrest. Right. So if that's the case, if that's what he suffered, there's really no amount of technology, right, that would have detected that and kept him safe because it was just – No, 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 I'm not saying detect that. I'm not saying detect yeah. that. But if he had in a built-in defibrillator, it would jolt it back into rhythm instead of having to do CPR. I- Gotcha. Okay. So with everything talked about, I know this seems moot. I am glad that Damar Hamlin 
the ventilator's out. He is talking. His eyes are open. He's smiling. So he looks to be on the full recovery. And later on in the show, I'm going to get to kind of health benefits for NFL players because it was something that was touched on that I, I think was a very, very good point. But I want to get to that in a little bit. So now as a Bengals fan, and this is not anything against Amar Hamlin, I am in complete agreement with them postponing the game and every all the decisions there. Where I have an issue with right now is that the NFL seems to be sticking it to the Bengals for nothing. And I, I know I know the NFL is not directly saying, you know, fuck the Bengals and like deliberately screwing them. But decisions this is what it feels like. So we, we don't know, obviously, who would have won the Bengals-Bills game. It was still the first quarter. The Bengals were leading 7-3. to three. Any number of things could have happened throughout the course of the rest of the game where anybody could have won. So I'm not even going to speculate uh, as to who would have won the game. I, I'm not sure because both teams went right down the field except the Bengals held the Bills to a field goal instead of a touchdown. So won't speculate there. But now, all right, if the Bills, if, if the Chiefs win on Saturday, they got the number one seed. But if the Bills should happen to make, and if the Bills win uh, also on Sunday, and they happen to make the AFC title game, the Bills would meet the Chiefs in a neutral site field, okay? If the Bengals lose, if the Bengals lose to the Ravens, even though the Bengals won the division, but they would have played one less game. If the Bengals lose to the Ravens, all of a sudden now we got to and, – and if the Bengals meet with the Ravens in the wild card round, let, let's say the Bengals finish third and the Ravens finish sixth, now there's a coin flip to determine who, who has home field advantage. Now, now, so you're telling me the Bengals win the division – but because they played one last game, if they lose to the Ravens on Sunday, now a coin flip determines. Oh, and by the way, if the Bengals win, let's say the Bengals do win and the Bills win, okay? The Bill, if the Bengals play the Bills in the second round, then the divisional round, the Bengals got to go to Buffalo. They're not talking about making that game at a neutral site field. We don't know what would have happened with the Bengals and the Bills. So, so why not? I feel like the Bengals are in the worst situation because even though the Bills will have played one last game to the Chiefs, the Bills have the fact that they beat the Chiefs earlier in the season. And now that game gets to be played at a neutral site if they both win. If the Chiefs lose and the Bills win, all of a sudden the Bills are, are their number one seed. Why can't the Bengals be the number two? Why can't two? they go head-to-head record? Why can't they use head-to-head record to, to determine some of these things throughout the course of the season? Well, the Chiefs are 0-2 against the Bills and the Bengals. But they happen to have better records than both teams right now, although one could argue that the Chiefs probably played in the worst division of the two teams. Is that, do, you think that's, do you think that's a fair assessment? That the AFC West, for all the grit and glory and for everything, it was supposed to be the best division – would you say that the AFC North and the AFC East were tougher divisions this season? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Because I the mean, AFC West was supposed to blow up, was supposed to be the blow up division this year, right? So you have uh, 
Las Vegas, you have um, uh, Chargers. Who else do you have? Broncos. You have the Chargers. Yeah, you have a lot of teams that were supposed to be Denver. Isn't Denver in the AFC West as well? Yeah, Denver was supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, exactly. You, a lot of supposed, you know, uh, power uh, teams that were supposed to come out of that, that AFC West, but it, it sucked this year. Well, and I was just going to say, I mean, you look at uh, AFC North. I mean, yeah, I know I'm a Bengals fan, but, I mean, AFC North's always been pretty strong. You got, I mean, the Bengals have been consistently now going to the playoffs. Uh, You got the Ravens that are in the playoffs. The Steelers, I believe, still have an opportunity to go to the playoffs, or, or have they completely got that? gone now. No, but, I think they still uh, have a slight chance. They still got a slight chance, right? Mike? Yeah, so I mean, three out of four teams three out of four and the Patriots lose a friend. Yeah. Sorry. Three right. out of four uh, teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have an opportunity there. Um uh, so And the AFC East I, this I year. Just, I just yeah. feel like AFC. basically I mean the the Bengals did what was morally right by saying, hey, you know what? It is more important play. to care about our player, so let's call, let's freeze the game and you know and, and figure out what's going on first. And we got yeah. to, and we're being punished for it. And, and do you know somebody said this? And this is this is honestly, it's sad that it would have had to do if the Bengals pushed to continue playing. And Buffalo didn't want to play. They would have forced Buffalo to forfeit the game, which would have been a win for Cincinnati. I don't think right. any Bengals fan in their right mind would have felt good about that. Nobody would have. Yeah, and also not to mention that you guys would be then seen as like the the uh, the, the devils of the NFL, like the, the worst team possible, right? Well, there's right. there's are there's already fans like Bills fans and stuff that are, are turned on us on a dime. Like went from uh, oh you know it's it's so nice the Bengals um, care and stuff like that to yeah. now we're kind of like hey wait a minute why aren't we getting an opportunity for first seed or you know first or second seed and and home, and to play home home field uh, so Madison uh, to play one second so um. Sorry, guys, there was just a, a lot of background noise, so I had to mute our producer real quick. I apologize. Uh, I know he's got his hands full with, uh, with the kiddos. Um, but as Joe was saying, uh, as Joe was saying, that yeah, that, that's, I mean, we did have a chance at the number one seed. If we beat Buffalo and Kansas City loses to Vegas and then we would have beat the Ravens, we are the number one seed. But they're, they're acting like there was no chance in hell for that to happen. Sorry, Joe. I know you got your hands full, but no, uh, no, you're fine. I, pre- I appreciate. It. Sorry, yeah. Uh, oh no, and, but yeah, uh, but also know, just man. like people making people making rude comments, like, "Oh, now the Bengals show their true color." Is like, no, 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 no. Don't like it's still a football game. Like we still care about Demar Hamlin. Like you know, like I mean, not to mention that you guys cared enough to. to to not force the the, the game, right? Cared well, not right. Enough, you cared enough not to do that. That, that in that itself should be more than enough. Of, of the fr- right. you know. But then also, like, I mean, even as a fan base, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, 
hearing that his air tube is out, he's talking, that he got to FaceTime with some of his teammates and everything. Like, I'm not even a Bills fan, and I was excited for that. Like, that actually made my day brighter today, knowing that, like, he has made that much, you know, improvement, where a few days ago I was like, holy shit, is this guy going to, like, are they going to tell me that he's gone? Like, so, and you know what? They're very like, lucky that they, they were able to get him to a top hospital, which is in Cincinnati, right? Oh, yeah. They were able to get oh, him yeah. to a really good hospital as well. Right. So, I mean, you know, those factors, you know, it is what it is, but also don't come at me with being upset that my team has been fighting all year, and now you just want to be like, sorry, you guys did the moral thing, so um, you're fucked. Sorry. So, real quick now, so on the same topic, but now that Allen versus Burrow, which I believe – Burrow and Allen were both kind of candidates along with Jalen Hurts and Mahomes for MVP this year. Um, I I think I can make a case for Justin Jefferson as well being in the MVP conversation, although we all know that it would take an act of God for a wide receiver to win MVP. But Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think Burrow and Allen, if one of those guys had a big game, let's say Burrow goes, 28 of 36 for 330 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions, and the Bengals win that game, let's say they win it 28 to 24. You don't think that puts Joe Burrow right there, square in the MVP race with one game to go? He's already in there. But I think now it's time. I think Mahomes is going to take it, man. It it has to be. I I have a feeling that Mahomes is going to take it. Yeah, because Hurts missed the last, what, two or three games, so he's probably out of the running, right? Mahomes has the most passing yards in the league. I think he has the most passing touchdowns. I think it's now – But he's also led his team team to a number one seed. So, like, that's also playing as a factor. Very good point. If Burrow Burrow beats the Bills – Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Oh, no, I was just saying – Technically, I mean, yeah, Mahomes had him in first place, but he he was beat by the Bills and the Bengals. Uh, so him still being the number one when there's two other quarterbacks that have already defeated him, like that. No, but now that doesn't change the fact that he still has the number one seed, Joe. Doesn't matter who he lost to, he still has the number one seed. He's led his team to the number one seed. I don't care well, who you lost. You could have lost to Aaron Rodgers. As of right now, uh, you could if, have lost to anybody. I mean, if they win, or if they lose against Vegas, then like then can I mean can the argument still? You know what I mean? Like I just feel right, like then, then, be... then his stock takes a hit. Then his stock takes a little bit of a hit. Absolutely. But in the same token, the other two guys, Allen and Burrow, what and it hurts if he plays. They would also have to have exceptional games to go back up, right? Uh, I don't know, man. It's going to make interesting, especially if we get. Hey, like, who's your, hey Mike? Let me ask you a quick, real quick, Mike. Uh, real quick, yeah. Who's your Who's your dark horse MVP candidate this year for football? Right, just, just, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, okay. like right. dark horse. I the stats that he's put up for the Vikings without without an elite quarterback, I would say Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, but he's not elite. Oh. 
Josh calling in from Las Vegas. What is this? Let's go. It's very, it's very loud, but I want to. I, I wanted to uh, to chime in on the Bengals playoff bullshit that just happened. Let's. let's all right. The floor is yours, God. brother. <laughs> yeah, I, fi- I figured I I give my presence out for like five minutes, so. <laughs> How drunk are you? Uh, I'm about, what, five to ten beers in? That's it. <laughs> That's a big difference. going slow. <laughs> I don't know. It's five about eight. <laughs> so what do you, what do you right think now? about the Bengals? Seating situation, Josh. Yeah, come on. Oh, that's let's go, Josh. That's a, that is the biggest the piece of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Like, how are you going to tell a team like, hey, we're going to we're going to crown you AFC North champions, but if you lose this week, then it's a coin flip on who gets home field advantage. But when, right. since we're the NFL, we're going to give you the hardest schedule next year because you won the division. Right. That's fucking crazy. Right. Uh, and a lower drastic too. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and, and the, everything that came out, it screws the Bengals over it than any other team. So, yep. I was like, why is that? Why why doesn't it affect the Bills? Why doesn't it affect anybody, any other team? It affects the Bengals the most. Well, I mean, let's I be honest. I feel like the NFL has a hidden agenda on, on who they want to push forward. You know? Oh, exactly. Well, like, the ratings. The fucking ratings. The Chiefs and the Bills will probably do better ratings. Not necessarily. Well, no, I don't I believe that, that, man. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Not now. Burrow, Not now. For the Super Bowl. I, I, you know, well, I, I don't think, also I think put into account if you put into account the the NFL owners got together and talked about it and voted and stuff. And and let's be real, Mike Brown is one of the least liked owners. Like, yeah, he's on the shit list. He's on the shit list, dude. Like, <laughs> like people can't stand because for years he was very selfish and very, like so. I mean, he definitely course, doesn't I have mean, you get for like a Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft, like Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft, along with the Giants owner, the Steelers owner, the Rookies and the Maras. I feel like they're the power brokers of the NFL. I feel like well, and, they're the, the old school people that kind of run behind the scenes. I, yeah, I they definitely are. Oh, I mean, hey, Mike, I, I still okay. think that like the Bears owners, even like the Lions owners, because they've been around for a while, they have a little bit of, of clout as well, you know? Yeah, no, no, I, I'll have to agree. I, I think it's a lot of the big owners have a lot of clout in the whole thing. But to, yeah. to your point, the ratings-wise, if you start, you start doing Google searches, the Bengals are one of the most researched teams now because of Joe Burrow. They're outpacing the Bills and the Chiefs right now. So that should tell the NFL something like, hey, we might have something here in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. We, they have yeah, something with Jamar they probably Chase. Need to, they, probably, they probably need like, you know, um, I don't know. They probably need one more year, I guess. I don't know. I, I, the only thing well, I can say right also, now is the NFL, the NFL probably just feels like they're pushing what is – going to give them the best scenario. They're not they're not thinking it through. 
Well, so, also no, the not. fact that, I mean, let's be honest, uh, Godal is not going to uh, have a whole lot. Um, he He's going to do as much as he can, like, with Cloud to punish. Because Zach Taylor just came out, uh, made some comments of, you know, more than likely he's going to get fined because, let's face it, you can't even talk shit about the refs and you talking shit about the whole entire league uh, in the terms of – because, I mean, he came out, he was like, you know what, we built this team to be on the road, so if, you, if you're not going to give a penalty, well, okay, we'll go out and do it this way. Yeah, I mean, they did it all last year except for the first game. Yeah. No, but what what it hurts well, it hurts the, the city of Cincinnati financially. That one playoff game oh, can yeah. bring how much money to Cincinnati? And they yeah. need it. Oh, yeah. so, and uh, like a small market team like Cincinnati needs that exposure. Especially after this this game because how much money did did the Bengals lose because of the the game was canceled? You know? So, yeah. The Bengals got a screw job all the way around on this deal. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I feel like the Bengals are like the, their NBA comp would be like the Pacers. <laughs> yeah. Or the, no, the Clippers. I, no, I'll I tell you well, who the Clippers feels like. Are, it feels, they're in a big market team, but, like, I would say the Pacers in a small market, they've always still found a way to do well, make the playoffs, you know. Okay. I, I'll tell you, not you know stars. You know who it feels like? It feels like the Bengals are the New York Jets. Because the New York Jets are the, one of the worst uh, white teams in the in New York at all. The Mets, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Giants are all well more like than the Jets. No offense, Sam. Sorry. No, no, no. Hey. Complete offense taken, but it's okay. You're, you're well, five, hey. between five and ten beers in, so I understand. <laughs> hey. Sam, I got to ask you real quick, and I got to mute Josh real quick so you can hear me because it's pretty loud there. Uh, I thought this was interesting, and I did want to get to this, uh, going on, moving off the Bengals a little bit since Josh brought up the Jets. What is, I'm hearing conflicting reports that Woody Johnson wants Zach Wilson to start this week, but Salah is going to start Flacco. And how do you feel about that? Should the Jets be starting their young quarterback to give him reps so he can be ready to go for next year? No, absolutely not. You know, uh, I think that Woody Johnson is a complete trash bag of an owner. He's like uh, the uh, Bob Dolan of of, uh, of of the NFL. He's a terrible owner. Um, I, I think that – see, look, I, I'll be honest. Even if the, the Jets have an outside chance of getting in, which I, is beyond me, but whatever, um, they don't deserve, to, they don't deserve to, get, to go to the playoffs, honestly, if you ask me. They, they do not deserve to go to the playoffs. Zach Wilson, as I said it before, even when he was drafted, I told you, I think this kid needs to sit behind somebody for a year or two and learn what it is to be an NFL quarterback instead of getting thrown right into the mix. And that's pretty much what the reports that are coming out now, they're saying that we should have sat Zach Wilson behind a veteran and probably had better picks, you know, uh, tanked a little bit more the last couple of years and and had better picks, you know, to, to put some talent around him and give him time to learn. I think Zach yeah. Wilson's start is terrible. That's a terrible fucking start. All right. No, I, I bet think, you Zach, I think Wilson, Zach Wilson already lost the team, Bob. Bitch to Woody Johnson, and that's why they're trying to get him to play. Fuck that bullshit. 
All right. So I want to I want to move on a little bit. We got we got a lot more stuff to talk about. We've 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 covered about thirty minutes of the show on some of this uh, on some of this stuff. Um. So, dude, I I can't be on fucking Twitter anymore. I I can't be on Twitter anymore. I I, I go you there. I grow the show. <laughs> but I see. All of this dumb shit. So I, I'm going to play this audio clip that I have. It's this female talking about shit. And, and to any of our listeners, I'm sorry if this offends you. I apologize. Not really. I don't give a shit. Get out of your fucking feelings. So here we go. Generally speaking, there's three kind of big buckets of reasons why someone might engage in intentional weight loss. First is desirability. Second, health. Third, stigma. But at the end of the day, all of those are rooted in fat phobia in different ways, and I'll explain. First, desirability, and that is kind of the most obvious when it comes to fat phobia. We currently live in a society that uplifts thinness, able-bodiedness, whiteness, cisness, and heterosexuality as the things that are most desirable. And so if you are wanting to lose weight in order to become more desirable, you are upholding a fatphobic beauty standard, as well as the young white sperm technologist. So next is health. What we know is that weight is not a good indicator of someone's health, and also your health is not an indicator of your worth. You can have health and body-related goals for yourself that are not about fat phobia and not about weight loss. So let me give you an example. You might decide that you have a goal of hiking a particular mountain in your area. Now, you would be engaging in different types of movement in order to achieve that goal. You may or may not lose weight in doing that. And in fact, there's lots of fat mountaineers and hikers. Third bucket. All right. So I'm cutting that off. What the fuck did you just make waste fucking a minute of my life for? I'm going, hey, I'm getting to it. So said that. You are fat folks, and the term obese is offensive. And let me just say this. But the irony in all of this is, I'm not making fun of the deceit, but four days later, this bitch died of a heart attack. Okay? She, she was overweight. She was overweight. She was body positive. Didn't want to lose weight. She said losing weight for health reasons was fat phobic, and she died of a fucking heart attack. Now, if you're a over, little overweight, few pounds overweight, whatever. I'm not. I'm not one to judge or make fun of anybody. But don't sit here and tell me that the term obese and that losing weight, even if it's for your health, is fat phobic and that it's offensive. Because I'm going to sit here and call bullshit. Uh, obese is a medical fucking term. And I just think it's fucking ridiculous, man. I think all these people coming out, these subsections of people, whether they're fucking liberal, black, or fucking... Everyone's into their feelings, bro. I, I, we've said it before on this show. I've said it before. You know, people all of a sudden feel like everyone's opinions are supposed to matter. Like, your opinion does not matter at all. No one well, gives a flying no. fuck. Neither do my... Same, same shit for me. It's no different for me than it is for you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, is I don't, I don't believe that... I mean, technically, 
everyone's opinion does matter. I mean, you know, voice your opinion 100%. But – You know what? Voice it without any expectation of anything, well, positive right. or negative. We're, we're moving – we are moving to a society that you can just spout random shit off, and it doesn't have to have any kind of backing or factual support or anything. It's like, you well, know what? QAnon. Well, QAnon, Joe. QAnon is a great huh? example of QAnon is a great example of what you just said. People spouting shit off that doesn't have any factual support. There's an entire movement called the QAnon movement. Like, there's no. What, what is that? What is that? Can I ask you? I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. So, QAnon. Here, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm switching to my computer. Uh, okay. QAnon centers on claims made by anonymous individuals known as Q that there is a satanic cult that of cannibalistic sexual abusers of children operating a global child sex trafficking ring out of Hollywood. And that the QAnon conspiracy theory has direct roots in Pizzagate, an Internet conspiracy theory that appeared a year earlier. It also incorporates elements of many other theories, but that basically Donald Trump is the hero who was breaking up the sex trafficking ring. And apparently it points to certain things where there's this ongoing fucking child pedophilia ring in Hollywood. So, yeah. So they're they're a bunch of Alex Joneses. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty pretty much. Um, so yeah, QAnon is a oh uh, looks like Joe dropped. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, okay. can you hear me? Okay, Joe's back. Yeah, I'm so, switching to my computer. So, uh, but uh, Lou, you make a great point. It's bullshit. Like, just how much stuff is being made up? You know, like okay, so the girl that just did the audio, right? That you just yeah. we just listened to. Yeah. Okay. Is it okay to be fat? Yeah. In terms of yeah. if, you know, everyone should be comfortable in their skin. But with that being Correct. said, it also should be understood that if you choose to live, like, I'm a big guy. Like, I'm yeah. happy in my skin and I'm happy who I am. But I also am like, you know what? Even though I'm happy, I still need to lose some fucking weight because I want to live to be here for my kids and my wife and uh, and be for my grandkids. So yeah. even though I know I'm happy with myself, I still know medically I can't live a long lifetime being overweight. So, you know, you have to make that decision. If you choose, you know what? Uh, again, I love the comment, my my choice or my body, my choice. Well, you're right. But also understand that it's your life, and you're choosing to cut it short or extend it. That's up to you. Yeah. Yep. Agree. You know, you know what I find. You know what I find absolutely crazy is that that person's brain, when when forced, literally by health, to say that if you don't start changing your lifestyle, at least forget exercising or losing weight. Maybe her doctors probably even told her, like, change what you eat, your lifestyle, 
maybe incorporates right. walking or whatever the case is, right? I'm sure she was given yeah. some sort of, uh, uh, like, a, a guidance as to, like, hey, listen, if you continue this path, it's not going to look good for you. Even when, it's fa- when she faced that, she, just, she was like, fuck it. I don't really care. I'm going to just continue yeah. going. Like, I don't think that uh, – I think there's a deeper, deeper issue there. Like, she's probably mentally yeah. not fully there because she was willingly accepting death, more or less, at some point. Well, yep. and, and, that's, and that's her choice. Um, you know, but don't call it fat shaming when they're like, hey. Exactly. That's you're, purely just a her. That's her. Yeah, Literally one person, shaming. the way it's that she's not, feeling, and, you know. It's not fat shaming when I go to the doctor's office and this doctor says, hey, You've lost five pounds. Great job. Keep it up because you still want to, you know, you want to get down because that's going to reduce the stress on your heart. It's going to reduce, you know, stuff on your liver. So a lot of medical things that go along with losing weight. So great job. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, you're making me feel bad because I'm fat. You're fat shaming me. Like, that's not what they're fucking (laughs) doing. Right. (laughs) See, that's why I say, like, people that have these, wild takes and like they literally have have taken a lie or like taken untold information and turn it into a belief i think that there's mentally something missing there but yeah. who's but who's more mentally unstable in that sense and i agree with you sam but who's and i'm gonna use the word crazy i'm sorry but who's crazier the person that comes up with the crazy ideas or the person that listens to them and then goes yeah you're right yeah, yeah, you're right. Both. Right? Both fucking <laughs> crazy. I mean, ex- example, like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say where I work and stuff like that out of respect, but, I mean, it blows my mind. So my medical insurance at my work, I was looking through. I mean, again, I'm a big guy. You know, I tried lots of diets and stuff. Things are not working out. So I was looking into stomach surgery. My medical insurance through my work doesn't doesn't cover uh, stomach surgery, but you know what it does cover completely. If I come in tomorrow and say I'm a female, my insurance covers <laughs> covers gender reassignment surgery and all the hormone everything. They cover oh, that's all great. that. So are you are you, t- are you telling me you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a, a sex transformation surgery just Fuck so you can no. get your stomach stable it's- at the same time? No, no, you're no, another no, procedure. I mean, I, I'm trying to get my stomach tucked, not my dick tucked. Okay, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But like, that's where we live right now. Is so explain to me, and you know, and if the insurance wants to cover that, that's fine, that's great. But you're telling me that we're going to cover that, which supposedly has medical, you know. The benefits, but oh wait, it actually has shown that there's a higher um, mortality rate for individuals that go through that, and you know, and, and have issues and stuff because of lots of you know psychological issues. But you're but you're not going to allow me to get healthier so I can live longer. Like so so Joe so Joe again, I'm not going to also disclose work, but I'm in also in that space, and I'll tell you, a lot of these what is allowed and what is not allowed is dictated by your state government that is setting well, guidelines for for, well, for your of, state to, to be able to do X, Y, or Z. Well, in terms of the medical insurance, it actually comes down to like the medical insurance offers to cover those things, 
but the companies pick and choose like you know based so they can it's kind of like a, a cable package like you know i want espn and hbo but i don't want cinemax um, and I don't want to pay more than. And, and again, I, I'm telling you, even with that, with those, the way that it's packaged, it's packaged based on governing. Uh, no, hundred percent. I mean, you know, it, it, it is, it's influenced by what, the, how much, and and listen, you know, there there are uh, agreements that are made between uh, payers and and and, and you know, uh, government officials to ha- to make sure that this type of trend or this type of uh, uh, you know, um, uh, dip or, or jump in benefits is, is, is happening in, in that state. And that's yeah. why it goes state by state. You go to a different state, you'll see that something is completely, is covered completely. And it's not even a question. It's not even, it's that's not an add on. It comes with your, uh, standard benefits. Right. Right. And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm not saying don't cover it, but cause I'm not a doctor. I don't, you're telling me that one's more important than the other. Like, but then again, then you got crazy ass people who are like, oh, they're fat shaming, or they're they're saying that, um, you know, I shouldn't allow this. Like, let's go back to scientific facts. Like, when did we get away from that? That's my thing. When did we get away from actual? I, I, I think I think when we started creating divisions of different shit amongst, we're, we're convoluting humanity more and more. And giving it more labels and more fucking bullshit to filter it, almost like a, like a computer program. We're literally giving, uh, we're we're, giving, we, we're adding bullshit to the pot. And that's oh, yeah. my opinion again. No, uh, no, and I'd agree with you. Like saying I agree with you, and I tell you what, like I would, I'd love to be an archaeologist a thousand years from now that digs up and goes, what the fuck was going on with this civilization? Like Jesus Christ. Like I mean, yeah, he's a dick, but he has breasts too. What the fuck well, is going? No. <laughs> well, well, they're not going. They're not going to see that because. Bruce Willis is definitely one of my top ten. 
but I mean, come on, Chuck Norris. Yo, oh shit! How do we forget about Chuck Norris? Get the fuck out of here, Chuck Norris! Come on, man! Come on! Get the no, fuck out of here! Might as well, might, might, Chuck might as well Norris say Steven Seagal. Uh, bullshit! Chuck Norris is <laughs> no, literally Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris was good, bro. He's all right. Ass. He's good. He's good. Okay. I mean, Walker, Texas is, Ranger. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, no! Take away right. from the fact that he was, um, he's a uh, Air Force veteran. Uh, he, uh has fought in world karate tournaments and won uh, multiple times. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and interject real quick and say one thing real quick. Yeah, Joe, go ahead. Uh, the reason why I would put Chuck Norris up a little bit higher is because he filmed in, in the Kung Fu era as well of, of cinema. Yeah. So with, he was also – he was in an element that he probably shouldn't have been in, but he did well in that too. Right. Doesn't I mean, well, hell, he even – he was Rambo even in the movie with Bruce, Bruce Lee. That's all I need to know. Do what? Does Chuck Norris have a franchise that's as good as Die Hard or Rambo? Yeah. Uh, Delta Force, uh, Lone Wolf. No! No! No, no, no. I no. can't say that. I can't say that. I'm sorry. Texas no, Ranger. I can't say that. But Chuck Norris is a star, though, man. He's still a super-duper star, <laughs> you know? He's not just a cult star. He's an actual star. Is. Now, here, okay. here's the thing, though. Is, are you saying that Delta Force is not as good as the uh, Die Hard series? Or are you – because I, I would argue they're both very good series, but the only reason Die Hard's more popular is because it's more recent. I mean, no. the late, eight, like, late 80s – I, I think or, if Conor had a franchise, it would do great, too. I mean, come on. Chuck Norris had the fucking, uh, the, what's that exercise thing? The... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah the, the, the one that helps you do, do, do sit-ups or whatever. Hey, listen, yeah. um, what by about Nicholas Cage? Mike, what about Nicholas Cage? By the way, Delta Is Force Cage came out, that, hold, hold on, real quick, real quick. Delta Force, to your point, came out in 1986. Yeah. Die Hard was released. In 1987, they were a year fucking apart. <laughs> so don't give me the shit that Die Hard was released sooner. It's not like it Die Hard sooner, came out a year. 12 years it was later. A year sooner, it man. came out one. <laughs> a year sooner. <laughs> oh, uh. all right. Hey, listen, got I got to add, add Keanu Reeves to that. I have to add Keanu Reeves to that. What about Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise? Uh, yeah, yeah. What about Harrison Ford? What about Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford, too. Now, yeah. question. What about Vin Diesel, at, for that matter? Are we looking at just the, the characters themselves that they play? No, you have to put The Rock on that, too. Yeah, The Rock. The Rock is a newer one that has to be up there with his action movies. I, I yeah, agreed. I mean, I'd, with the Rock. I'd put The Rock top twenty. I wouldn't necessarily put him top ten. What? An American, as far as American action heroes? An American actor. In, okay, in, yeah. If, if we're looking, you have to understand right. he's if also had a, just American, the newer yeah. technology and CGI and shit like that. So no, way different. You're but, right. If we're, we're looking at just American, then yeah. 
Uh, yeah, just American, which which count which you know disqualifies Schwarzenegger, disqualifies Russell Crowe, disqualifies quite a few other. Where uh, where was Jason Statham uh, born? Is he British? He's English. He's yeah, he's British. British. Yeah. He's British. Okay, he's British. Yep. Yep. Won't make the list. Yeah, I, I. You know what? You can even throw Will Smith on that, possibly, right? Yeah. That's true. Bad Boys. Bad Boys, Men in Black, all all big time movies. Um, well, thank you, Mister Crate, for once again another very engaging category here uh, with ten minutes to go or so. Uh, God, there's so much to talk about. We have the national championship game on Monday. Maybe we'll save that for Monday. I, I don't know what else. There's so much to get to. I want to talk about. Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, but I feel like I would be remiss if we didn't get to some WWE action here. And if we got some time, we'll we'll talk on some of these other things. But and we don't have our Vinny Vinny Mac is back, bro. Vinny Mac is back. But I want to know where you're seeing this because I I, I didn't think he was allowed back by the board of of uh, by the board of directors. See, the thing is, I believe that he he resigned on his own accord which allows him okay. to also come back. Because he wasn't okay. ousted, <clears throat> he's allowed to come back. Okay. If, you know, and I think that's what the loophole is in him coming back. And from what I hear, it's not just coming, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he's just going to come back and sit on, sit on the board of directors. No, dude, this guy's coming back. He's senile. He's old. He doesn't give a fuck. And he wants to fuck shit up even more <laughs> while he's there. This is a problem if he wants to come back and run creative. Because oh, he's definitely going to run creative, dude. It's gonna happen. He's gonna stick his hand in that cookie jar for sure. I guarantee fucking tea it. But that's a big problem because the the product down and raw have been much better with Triple H. And guess what? AEW has been on the decline since Triple H has taken yeah. over WWE. Yeah. I have a feeling that that if 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 Vince McMahon, you know, has has his hands in creative decisions again, you're gonna see a, like another brash, you know, exit entry of of, uh, of of wrestlers. You know, people leaving the WWE, people coming back. Now CM Punk yeah. is definitely not gonna even think about coming back. You know, maybe there was an outside shot in hell um, that that he could have sorted things out with Triple H, but definitely not Vince McMahon. That's for sure. Oh, talking about Vince McMahon, did you see the, uh, I know it's been a while, but um, did you see the Epsies with uh, uh, John Cena? No. He was was calling out, he's like, you know, why the fuck did the NFL pick me to do this? He goes, because maybe we have a little bit more in common than you think. He goes, WWE? is scripted, it's planned out, he goes, and it's ran by a, uh, a maniacal, uh, or was ran by a maniacal genius, and it shows, you know, at the, uh, and uh, it goes, oh, wait, no, the NFL, oh, and then it shows Godal. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I want to Yeah, I, I genuinely uh, think Vince is going to fuck shit up. Well, WWE... I want to point this out because Triple H was running things for the majority of 2022, right? That WWE posted its first billion-dollar revenue year in 2022. 
I mean, that should be like you know, the 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 I, that's the marker right there. You know that that's the, that's your recipe for success. Right. So I I don't so know. So I man. I think so, I think AEW is going to start making some moves. I you know what I see a lot of and and you know what Mike I'm, I was going to ask you this. I see a lot of like uh, do you remember W when WCW was around? There was a lot of tit for tat with WCW, right? Yeah. And, and WWE. Yep. I feel like this is a little bit more long-standing uh, kind of like feud with AEW because now there's no other promotions yeah. that exist that that can kind of you know tout the same uh, ratings, the same you know uh, income, everything else. There's there's not many promotions that can do that. AEW is it really? And not, I don't know, man. I no. see a lot. Maybe Vince, Vince is coming in to try to buy out AEW. Crazy would that be? That would be crazy, but what you just said uh, earlier, too, with Vinny Mac being back and CM Punk now being dead, it ruins my it ruins my dream scenario for the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania, which is there being Cody Rhodes left in the ring, maybe like an Uso, Sami Zayn, and then all of a sudden number 30 strikes and you hear cult of personality hit. And CM Punk's it, it, number yo, two. It's going to be pandemonium if you hear that, right? Yeah. And then CM Punk eliminates everybody, and it's him and Cody Rhodes as the final two for the Royal Rumble to see who goes to WrestleMania. And and maybe CM Punk eliminates Cody Rhodes, and then CM Punk faces Roman Reigns on one of the nights for the undisputed title. Like, I just think that storyline sounds beautiful. That storyline sounds beautiful, but in reality, now it's completely dead because, you know, Vince is going to yeah. fucking mess everything. Oh, here's another interesting scenario. Let me ask you this question, okay? You know, do you know where the Royal Run- Rumble is being held this year, or 2023's Royal Rumble? Do you know where it's being held? I do not. San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Any chance? we see Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Royal Rumble. Whoa. So, <clears throat> my thoughts on it, again, Austin and, and Vince McMahon did not see eye to eye. You know that, right? Who has that podcast that's on WWE. No, they are close, but if if, if Vince comes in, and throws a wrench in plans that were already planned out for Austin, that messes shit up. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say that's, a, that that's again, another, uh, for me, it would be a dream scenario because, you know, growing up watching Attitude Era wrestling, Stone Cold was the dude. Well, and The Rock. I mean, that's given, right? But I'm saying Stone Cold was, was, was also a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think WWE has to hit WrestleMania out of the park, and I, I don't think they can go part-time guys anymore. I think I think the fans will re- to revolt again. I think seeing some of these wrestlers now that are holding mid-card titles that have had a prominent role on both Raw and SmackDown, fans are back into it. Nobody wants to see... Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again. I'm telling you right now. 
That, um, that so, uh, I'm gonna, I, I, I probably will quit watching wrestling for a bit if that happens again. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that shit. I think the best storyline that they could do for WrestleMania is either having Cody Rhodes win Royal Rumble and eliminate Roman Reigns or having Sami Zayn and this bloodline storyline take a turn, like where Zayn costs Roman Reigns a match, and then Zayn gets a shot, gets kicked out of the bloodline, and Zayn gets a shot at so the So Zayn title. kind of turn, becomes, becomes a heel in a, in a different way. No, he becomes the hero. Zayn becomes the ultimate baby face because the fans are so behind him right now. He's so over. It's a lot like, do you remember when Daniel Bryan finally broke through at WrestleMania, uh, I don't know, maybe like eight years ago in New Orleans when they when he beat Triple H and he beat Batista and, and the fan that was at a fan support was at a fever pitch. That's kinda where Sami Zayn's at right now. And I think Zayn's so over with the fan that fans that they but now once Zayn once that kind of storyline comes to a close, if he beats Reigns, will is Zayn able to carry the championship and sell pay-per-views? That's the biggest question. Because for WWE, it all comes down to network ratings and buys. And do you have a champion that people will tune in to watch? Everybody will tune in for possibly the upset. Will they keep tuning in for your lower-level pay-per-views when it's Sami Zayn against, you know, Kevin Owens or Zayn versus Randy Orton or Zayn versus Riddle? For the championship, will people? That's the big question because Reigns, love him or hate him, he draws ratings. And if you're going to be the champion, you got to draw. You got to draw not only on on Raw or SmackDown, but you got to draw pay per view buys. And they're not going to put the belt on someone or keep the belt on someone if they're not drawing. And I think ultimately that's the problem that we saw with Big E. Big E finally got the championship. Everybody was super happy. But they didn't put him in a feud that was worth watching, and people weren't tuning in to watch Big E as the WWE champion. So he ultimately dropped the title to Brock Lesnar. So I, I think when it comes to that, it's almost like Sami Zayn would be almost like a mankind kind of champion or like a Kofi Kingston kind of champion. And he's a feel good story for a few months. It's really good, but then they're going to take the belt off him and put it on someone else that draws. So almost like an interim, you know, for in between. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Almost. And, and do you think it's because Roman Reigns is now going to be moving into like movies? Yeah, Roman Reigns is going to go part-time. Roman Reigns is going to go part-time. I think they want to have the belt on someone, especially, like, they're going to separate the belts eventually. Fox wants their own champion for SmackDown. USA wants a champion that's going to be on Raw a lot. They don't want a part-timer as champion, Um, They, you know, for ratings. But I think I think eventually the belt's going to be on Cody Rhodes. It's going to be on Drew McIntyre. It's going to be on one of these guys that is a big-time star that will draw ratings. But I think Roman Reigns is going to move to, like, big fights, wrestling every now and again on SmackDown, wrestling the major pay-per-views, and that's, that's kind of it. But 
it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I'm curious to see where WrestleMania goes. I'm curious to see what Royal Rumble happens or what happens at Royal Rumble. I kind of can't even talk to Royal Rumble. But, all right, guys, that's Do, do that's you see – real quick, real quick before we end this, do you see, do you see um, The Rock uh, seeing that he has a little bit of a uh, – uh, a break with uh, with Hollywood. Do you see him coming back in any kind of capacity? I would like to see him back at WrestleMania and fight Roman Reigns. Like basically let um, the Rock and Roman Reigns fight not for the title in night one, and then somebody who's ever going to dethrone Roman Reigns fight him on night two. That would be the best case scenario. Whether or not that happens, uh, they I could also see a program where Reigns drops the titles before WrestleMania, and he drops the titles because of interference from The Rock, which sets up a big match with them at WrestleMania. I could see a number of those things happening. Um, but he's scheduled to fight Kevin Owens at Royal Rumble, so I don't know if – I don't see them putting the belt the belt on, on Kevin Owens for WrestleMania. So uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, but I've heard a couple of scenarios. But I would like to I would like to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns. While they're both relatively young, The Rock is 50, but I think he's still obviously in phenomenal shape. I think he could put on one last great match. Because uh, you got to remember, it was almost now what 10 years ago when he had his second run with the company when he was champion and he fought he fought John Cena and then he became champion and he beat CM Punk. Then he fought Cena again at WrestleMania. That that was like 10, 10 years ago. So he was like oh, yeah, 40. Absolutely. 40 absolutely. At the, at the time that that happened. So now he's a little bit older. Um, you know, obviously he can't probably take the bumps and, and everything like he used to. But I think he's at that age now that I think he can put on one final electrifying match with Roman Reigns. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. But uh, thank that would you everybody be one for the ages, this. man. It would be. I, I want to thank everybody for your support. Uh, we get a lot of feedback on Twitter, some positive, some negative. But I do want to thank everybody for the support. Uh, our last show, our last Friday show, topped out at 10,600 downloads. So we're back up to it. I thought we had a great show tonight. We're going to be lining up guests. It's the new 2023 year. Uh, we got a lot in store, a lot planned for the podcast uh, moving forward this year. So, Thank you for all your support. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you back on Monday. We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us. Back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it. Always our response is amazing. All bases covered, yeah. Yeah, you know you love it. Our thoughts, they be off with a dome. First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.